Today is Thursday, October 14th, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your weather command forecast for the rest of your Thursday, breezy, partly cloudy with highs around 50. Northwest winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Tonight, colder and mostly clear. Lows mid-20s, west winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Friday, windy and sunny, highs 55 to 60. Southwest winds 10 to 15 miles an hour, increasing to west winds of 20 to 30 miles an hour in the afternoon. Friday night, windy and mostly clear, lows 30 to 35. West winds 20 to 30 miles an hour, decreasing to 10 to 20 miles an hour after midnight. Saturday, breezy, warmer, and sunny, high 65 to 70, with southwest winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Saturday night, mostly clear, lows 35 to 40. Sunday, partly cloudy, highs 70 to 75. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, lows 35 to 40. Monday, cooler and partly cloudy, 20% chance of rain, highs 55 to 60. Monday night and Tuesday, partly cloudy with lows 25 to 30, highs 50 to 55. And Tuesday night and Wednesday, mostly clear, lows 25 to 30, with highs around 60. At Haver Public Schools' regular monthly board meeting Tuesday, Superintendent Craig Mueller provided an official enrollment report. The count came on October 4th as the first Monday in October is used as the official fall count day. Superintendent Craig Mueller says total enrollment for the district is 1,729, slightly higher than last fall's count. We have been able to maintain above 1,700 for that October count dating back four years now, which is positive. We'd like to see that uh, back around the 1,800 student population that we saw way back in 1617, but we're quite a ways from that right now. There are 930 students across the elementary schools, 279 students in Haver Middle School, and 520 students in Haver High School. The Hill County Commission received a briefing on Tuesday from Great West Engineering and were provided with an update on the grant-funded project to replace the RSID 21 lift station. The lift station is one of two in North Haver, and this project has an estimated cost of over half a million dollars. The new lift station is in the same location, but will have a slightly larger footprint due to the fact that there will be a generator. The next step is to clean up easements in the area of the lift station where there have previously been discrepancies, and the goal is to be able to put the project out to bid by the end of the calendar year or early 2022. The commission says user rates will not be impacted by this project, a flow meter will be put in, and the station is being built to account for potential growth in the community. Hill County is in the early stages of prep work for the replacement of the RSID 29-30 lift station, which services an area that includes Walmart and North 40, and where the only residents are at Timber Creek Village. The project has an estimated cost of over $600,000, and Hill County has committed to paying for half of that through their ARPA COVID relief funds. The rest of the project could be funded through the second round of ARPA competitive grants that the state will be divvying up next year or through other grants or loans. In a 2 to nothing vote Tuesday, Commissioners Diane McLean and Mark Peterson voted to move forward with pre- and final design work while they await on a decision from the state as to whether they will be awarded a competitive grant. The replacement would do away with the dry well, which has caused numerous issues. It would also add a generator and already has room for growth if the population of the service area were to increase. Now taking a look at local COVID-19 updates for today. We'll start with Hill County, which yesterday reported 14 new cases of COVID, 22 recoveries, one new hospitalization, and one hospitalization discharge. Total case count for Hill County, 3,096, 121 active, 12 hospitalized, 2,919 recoveries, 56 deaths. 
Over in Blaine County yesterday, they reported 16 new COVID cases, eight recoveries, and three hospitalization discharges. Total case count for Blaine County, 1,280, 91 active, two hospitalized, 1,164 recoveries, 25 deaths. And a reminder, since it's Thursday, their health department's holding their walk-in COVID vaccine clinic. It resumes from 1 to 4.30 p.m. today at their health department, 420A Ohio Street in Chinook. Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson vaccines available. Call 357-2345 with questions. Over in Phillips County yesterday, they reported 14 new COVID cases, one of which is a breakthrough, and five recoveries. Total case count for Phillips, 702, 58 active, 623 recoveries, two hospitalizations, 21 deaths. We did not receive COVID updates as of late from Liberty or Shoto counties, so we'll move on to state news. And we'll start with that COVID dashboard from the state. Today, Montana reported 1,300 new COVID cases, bringing the cumulative total to 163,527. Active case count 12,602. Active hospitalizations 479. Death toll 2,121. Counties with the most new cases today, Yellowstone 220, Gallatin 159, Missoula 124, Lake 114, Flathead 109, Cascade 104, Lewis and Clark 78. And looking at the vaccine update for today, total COVID-19 vaccine doses administered up to 1,044,058 with 495,967 Montanans fully immunized. That's 54% of the eligible population. The alpine sections of the iconic Going to the Sun Road in Glacier National Park will remain closed for the season due to continued winter weather. The closure stretches from Avalanche to Jackson Glacier Overlook. Visitors can drive 15.5 miles from the west entrance to Avalanche and 13.5 miles from the St. Mary entrance to Jackson Glacier Overlook. Hiking and biking is still permitted on parts of the closed stretch of the road, but recreators should be aware of risks such as icy roads and falling rocks. The Many Glacier area has also closed for the season. The longest-serving elected tribal official in the U.S. passed away on Wednesday in Browning. Chief Earl Oldperson, 92, died Wednesday after a long battle with cancer. Oldperson had served for over 60 years on the Blackfeet Tribal Business Council, including as chairman for over 50 years. Oldperson met many dignitaries, including every U.S. president since Dwight Eisenhower, the British royal family, and other world leaders. Governor Greg Gianforte and U.S. Senators Steve Daines and John Tester have released statements on Oldperson's passing, saying they mourn his loss and that his legacy will live on. A Kalispell man accused of taking sexually explicit photographs of a child while boating on Ashley Lake in Flathead County admitted to charges Wednesday in U.S. District Court. Edward Timothy Cockerham, 43, pleaded guilty to sexual exploitation of a child. He was detained pending further proceedings and faces a mandatory minimum 15 to 30 years in prison, a quarter million dollar fine, and at least five years of supervised release. Sentencing was set for January 27th. The government alleged that on June 24th, Cockerham went to Ashley Lake and was accompanied by two children. Cockerham took the victim, who was under the age of 18, boating. While out on the water, Cockerham touched and took sexually explicit pictures of the victim, who reported the incident. The Flathead County Sheriff's Office seized Cockerham's cell phone and determined he had deleted all of the images. The cell phone was sent to the Montana Department of Justice's Division of Criminal Investigation Computer Lab, where a forensic examiner located the sexually explicit images. The case was investigated by the Flathead County Sheriff's Office Homeland Security Investigations, Montana Division of Criminal Investigation, and the Montana Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks says that a small group of hunters shot and killed a grizzly bear in the backcountry east of Gardner on October 3rd. 
A press release says the hunters were processing a harvested elk near Bull Mountain during an early season rifle hunt in Hunting District 316 when the bear appeared nearby and charged at the group. The hunters shot and killed the bear during its charge and were not injured. The bear was a three to five year old female without cubs. Wildlife and enforcement staff from Montana Fish, Wildlife and Parks and the Custer Gallatin National Forest's Gardner Ranger District met with the hunters and confirmed the bear mortality. The incident remains under investigation by U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Recreationists, residents, and people who work outdoors can be prepared for a surprise bear encounter. Activities that are deliberately quiet or fast-moving, such as hunting, mountain biking, or trail running, put people at greater risk for surprising a bear. Bears will be active throughout the general hunting season. And now, taking a look at those wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. We will start with Hill County, where winter wheat is $7.09 and spring wheat is $9.02. Blaine County winter wheat $6.99, spring wheat $8.97. Liberty County winter wheat $7.14, spring wheat $9.02. Shoto County winter wheat $7.09, spring wheat $9.02. And Phillips County winter wheat $6.94, spring wheat $8.92. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Eric Thomas Burchett. 25, passed away in a motor vehicle accident on Sunday morning, October 10th. Cremation has taken place and his memorial service will be 1 p.m. Saturday, October 23rd at the Geraldine School Gymnasium. Memorials in Eric's honor may be made to the Eric Burchett Memorial Fund. Lowell Donovan, 83, went to his eternal home September 7th. His funeral service will be held at 1 p.m. Saturday, October 23rd at St. Jude Thaddeus Catholic Church with Deacon Tim Maroney officiating. Memorial contributions in Lowell's honor can be made to the North Star High School Athletics Program. Beth Davidson, 70, passed away due to natural causes surrounded by family at a residence on Easter Sunday, April 12th. Cremation has taken place, and a celebration of Beth's life will be held at 2 p.m. Saturday, October 16th at First Lutheran Church with pastors Michael O'Hearn and Megan Haywish officiating. A graveside service will follow in Highland Cemetery in Haver. Family and friends will gather at 11 a.m. Wednesday, October 20th in Highland Cemetery in Glasgow to inter a portion of her remains with her beloved parents. Beth's family requests memorial donations be made in her name to First Lutheran Church, 303 6th Avenue, Haver, Montana, 59501, or to a charity of the donor's choice. Dr. Michael Nolan, 73, passed away Tuesday, October 5th at his Omaha, Nebraska residence. Funeral services will be held at 11 a.m. tomorrow, that's Friday, October 15th, at First Lutheran Church. Burial to follow in Highland Cemetery. His family suggests memorial donations be made in Dr. Nolan's honor to the Boys and Girls Club of the Highline or the Haver Salvation Army programs for children. And that's going to do it for your Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Thursday, stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.